0: proposed housing development in Bloomington would get up to four and a half million dollars in tax incentives if the city council approves. That money would come at the expense of several taxing bodies, including Bloomington Public Schools, through what's called a TIF district. TIF is an economic development tool in which tax revenue generated by a certain project is spent in that area, an area that's generally underdeveloped. District 87 Superintendent David Mauser tells WGLT's Eric Stock he supports the tax incentive plan with one. Caveat. What you hope for is that you, that you have a good relationship with the city so that they come to you and kind of let you know what the plan is. Uh, and then that, that allows us to be able to plan and, and hopefully be able to support what we do. And, th- and this that was the case here. Uh, I will say we found out about it uh, just over a week ago, some of the initial discussions. So, of course, our questions are, well, if this, if, if this residential development brings new students, how do we make that right? And so we've already had discussions with the city about uh, ways to be able to offset some of those costs. Should the development bring new students? I will say the location that they're looking at is a location that we currently are not receiving uh, really any benefit from in terms of like tax revenue. Um, and so in a lot of ways, we're excited to try to support the city in terms of what they're trying to do to expand, create developments, create opportunities and bring in businesses and, and of course, uh, you know, residential in this case. But, you know, at the end of the day, tips are always something that are concerning and you just hope you have a positive relationship enough to, to have the, uh, the city willing to help offset some of the costs and do right by schools.
1: Thoughts on wrapping up your first year at District 87? How did it go?
0: It's it's fantastic. You know, I, I'm trying to get, like, emotional here. You know, I think when you're in education, um, you – you know, you seek ways to be able to create an impact and to create relationships that, you know, you can kind of lay your head on the pillow at night and feel good about. And and um, you know, it was a big move for me. It was a change, right? i had been out at Tri Valley for many years and I'd developed relationships there. And um and and I was really proud of the work that we'd done. But I also recognized it was time for a change. At the beginning of the year, if you just said to me July one, how do you feel? It would have been terrified, <laughs> you know, because I was I was nervous to walk into a larger district. And um, you know, to me, I've been um, surrounded with open arms, uh, welcomed with open arms. I've been um, I've had the opportunity opportunity to learn so much uh, in in the area of diversity. Um, and and to me, that's been what's been most fun about this year is just getting a chance to see uh, what happens in our 10 buildings on a daily basis, get to create th- those relationships with students and families and teachers. And um, District 87 is a really great place. And uh, I have got nothing but positive to say about the first year that I've had.
1: And while you wrap up your first year, Diane Wolf is wrapping up her last year at District 87 after... 17 years, over 30, in education as she is retiring. Why now?
2: It's time. It's an exciting time for my family and myself. And um, I have been so, so lucky to end my career where I started in District 87. It has been wonderful to work with Dr. Mauser in his first year of being in District 87. And um, I just think it is time to let the next generation of leaders take their stand and lead with integrity and trust
1: what's been the biggest change in education since you started going full circle from starting at district 87 and ending at district 87
2: you know this is funny because i was thinking about this today um on my way over here is that it's been technology and the way that technology has integrated when i started teaching at bloomington high school Um, I took all my attendance by hand. We had phones in our rooms to call parents. There was no email. I didn't have a computer in my room. And now we have, um, all of our students have a one-to-one device of which they can access the world. So the role of the teacher has changed so much. Um, And I think that's the exciting part about being in education right now, is that you get to learn alongside your students, and you're not... And should not be the only expert that those students are exposed to.
1: And on the subject of technology, the latest technology on the forefront of education, and I guess everything now, is artificial intelligence. Mm-hmm. College professors have raised concerns about students using it to cheat. Has that reached the K-12 classrooms yet?
2: You know, it absolutely has. It's something that we are monitoring and looking at, not as a deficit, something that can be harmful, um, but let's look at it how it could help our students as well. And I think that the whole world as we see it in education, but as a society, we're going to have to get back to a root belief that Uh, The human mind has to be a critical thinker. And so even if AI puts something on a piece of paper, I really, truly believe that people still need to be able to say, oh, that's a good idea, but, and still extend it out.
1: So are teachers sort of experimenting with it at this point, seeing what the pluses are, how to prevent it from taking over, that sort of thing.
2: To be real honest, it is still so new to us, really opening up this spring, that this is something that um, we are going to be looking at. And when we look at how students are taught how to use it, I think that will be part of a teacher's repertoire going forward.
1: And you're leaving now as the pandemic ends and Mm -hmm. students have been catching up over the last few years. Uh, Have have they caught up from all all the lost time and what has that done for learning disparities, do you feel?
2: Well, one of the things that I think the pandemic did was raise for our outside of educators this idea of educational disparities. Those have been there for years. But now we have everybody realizing that as a community, we need to be looking at those disparities and what our students come into our schools with and how we can have them grow. I would say this, too. One of the things that I truly believe the pandemic gave us was getting us back to our core beliefs as a school district and as a society. And we all really felt how important relationships are, supportive relationships.
0: That was District 87 Superintendent David Mauser and Retiring Assistant Superintendent Diane Wolf with WGLT's Eric Stock.